please open our Bibles. Let's start off with uh, our verse sa Mark 5. Kwentuhan lang po tayo. Let's make this as light and easy as possible. Amen? So are we there na po ba? Mark 5. Hindi ko nasasabihan kung anong verses dahil marami po tayo mga verses na tatalakayin. Sige, let's just open this in prayer. Lord God, we just want to thank you for the wisdom, for the guidance, and the leading, O oh God, na aming matututunan sa aming paikinig ng Yuseta. Marami sana po sa mga ni Jesus. Amen! Amen! So, sige po nakaalala ng message ni Pastor last Sunday. Ayan. Ano po ang title niya? What do you want me to do for you? Ang sabi ni Lord. Bakit? Kasi may gusto siyang gawin sa iyo May gusto siya gawin sa buhay natin. He has something in store for your life. And it's important for us to know that you are something. You are not merely flesh and bones, but you are something far more greater than what you think. And it's important to be established in that. Na alam natin na, ah, importante pala ako sa Panginoon. Sabi mo yan sa katabi mo, you are important. Sabi mo sa masabila, you are important. And what more na ano uh, kwento? Ay uh, ganang revelation kwento na to eh kasi makaka-relate po tayo dito sa bida natin. So this is a story about a demon possessed man. Sinong relate na relate dito? Amen. Thank you Lord for there are no demon possessed people in this room. Amen. So let's start off with Mark 5. So sabi sa Mark 5, galing daw po si Jesus sa kabilang parte ng dagat, other side of the sea, and went to the country of the Gadarenes. Ang Gadarenes po, di na natin kailangan alamin kung saan yan. Basta ano po yan? Yan po ay wala na yung mga Hudyo dyan. Hindi na po yan Israel, mga hentil na po yung tao dyan. Hindi sila Jews. So sabi, then they came to the other side, Jesus and his disciples, to the country of the Gadarenes. Verse 2, And when he had come out of the boat, Immediately, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even with chains. So may dumating daw po, pagkababa na pagkababa niya ng bangka. May sumalubong daw po sa kanya na isang tao with unclean spirit, possessed. May demonyo sa kanya. And sabi, itong tao daw na to, nakatira sa, sa cementerio, sa tombs, sa mga patay. Sino nakaka-relate doon? Mga namumuhay sa patay. Mga namumuhay sa mga patay na lugar. Namumuhay in dead places. Kung saan walang buhay. Sino yung nagpupunta doon tuwing Friday night? In Jesus' name, wala po. This guy lives in tombs and is always being chained. Why? Dahil nga, he's out of control. Hindi niya makontrol sarili niya. At dahil wala siyang control sa sarili niya, kahit yung mga kadena, na, natanggal. And it says here, Neither could anyone tame him. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin, no one can tame this guy. No one can subdue this guy. And in the Bible, when it says that there is no one who can do anything for someone, it just means there's a miracle about to happen. So if you think in your life, there is something that no one can fix, tandaan natin. When there is no one, when there's something impossible, it just means it's a miracle waiting to happen for you. And so here, it's a foreshadowing, it's a foretelling. It's sinasabi dito that neither anyone could tame him. So expect that he would be tamed by none other than God himself. Then Jesus Christ, who has been sent here on earth to save and to heal us. Amen? Verse 5. Sabi, and always, night and day, 
he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Every night, this guy has been crying out for help. Araw gabi, humingi siya ng tulong. Sino na ba naka-experience dito na, Lord, tulungan mo ko! Yung tipong gabi, gusto mo na makatulog, pero hindi ka makatulog dahil kinakabahan ka. Kinakabahan ka sa alam mo, mangyayari kinabukasan, tapos yung masama pa dyan, yung kinakabahan ka dahil hindi mo alam kung bakit ka kinakabahan, pero kinakabahan ka. Hindi ka makatulog. There is no peace. Matutulog ka na nga lang eh. Sino na po yung nagising ng umaga na ginulat siya? Ginising siya, pero ginulat. Sama sa puso po, no? Di ba ganun din yung pakiramdam pagkagising mo, tapos alam mo may problema na napadating? Di ba parang sama sa pakiramdam? Na umagong-umaga, pagkagising mo pa lang, problema hagad yung nasa isip mo. And it's so easy in these times, in these moments in your life to just cry out to God, Lord, help me! And this is what this guy has been doing day and night. He has been crying out to God, to anyone for help. And dahil walang dumarating na tulong, ang ginagawa niya, he just cuts himself. And I know, most probably naman, hindi, hindi naman tayo ganun yung hindi natin nilalas sa sarili natin. But there are times when we just, you know, how do we hurt ourselves? We cut ourselves off from our families. We cut ourselves off from our friends, from those sa makakatulong. We cut ourselves off from pastor and pastora. We cut ourselves off from church. Why? Because we're hurting. And because we're hurting, we want to feel the pain. Ang sarap kasi, di ba? Lord, ang sakit. Tulungan mo ko, pero huwag mumukmuk muna ako. Kasi ang sarap namin ng may dinaramdam ka. Pero totoo yun, di ba? And that's what this guy has been doing. Tandaan natin itong tao na to, demon-possessed. Pero nakakatawa, nakaka-relate din tayo, no? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so, verse 6. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. Buti pa si demon-possessed, no? Basta dumating si Lord. Di tatakbo palayo, pero tumakbo siya papunta. And not only did he run towards God, but he worshipped him. He knew who Jesus was. But... Verse 7, And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Sino nagsasalita dito? Yung tao po ba? O yung demonyo? Jesus came to heal, to save, to give life. And the man deep inside, he knew that. It was the man who ran towards God and worshipped God, but it was the demon who was saying to God, What have I to do with you, Jesus? Son of the Most High, I implore you, do not torment me. Wag mo ko paalisin. Buti pa ang jablo, alam niya kung gaano kalakas ang ating Panginoon. Buti pa ang jablo, kaya niya sabihin, Diyos, you are the Most High God. Jesus is the Most High God. Buti pa ang jablo, alam kung gaano kalakas ang ating Panginoon. But ah, sometimes, tayo na nga, anak na tayo ng Diyos. Nakalimot tayo. And I think it's a good revelation. If Satan, if the enemy knows how powerful your God is, then I think we should, you know, dapat ma-internalize natin, you know, ang Diyos ko, ang ama ko, napakalakas. He's so powerful. Not only that, sabi, verse 8, kaya, kaya pala ito nasabi, nung demonyo, is that, sabi kasi ni, ni Jesus sa kanya, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Amen? So, verse 9. Then he asked him, What is your name? Uh, according sa aking pag-aaral, 
Nung tinanong ni Jesus yung tao, what is your name? It was actually a rhetorical question. Ano ibig sabihin pag rhetorical? Ibig sabihin, pag tinanong ko, nung tinanong ni Jesus yung tanong niya na yun, alam na niya yung sagot. Pero ang nangyari dito, ang tinanungan kasi ni Jesus, yung tao. He was asking the man, do you know who you are? Do you know what you are? But unfortunately, he was demon-possessed. So it was the demon that answered for him. So the demon said, My name is Legion, for we are many. Now sometimes in life, when we are so overwhelmed by our problems, by our situations, what God wants to ask you sometimes is, What is your name? Who are you? Because we sometimes we forget. We forget that we are a child of God. Sometimes we forget that we are a son of God. And instead, we refer to ourselves, Andi, may sakit kasi ako eh. Meron kasi akong ganto. May dinaramdam ako. Hindi kasi ano ako eh. Mahirap lang ako. Wala akong talent. Boplot siya ko. Minsan nakalimutan natin kung sino talaga tayo eh. And that was what Jesus was asking the demon-possessed man. Do you know who you are? But the demon said that his name was Legion. Dahil daw sobrang daming demonyo sa kanya. Ang Legion, it's a term in the army ng ancient times. Pero ang Legion, it's supposed to mean 6,000. 6,000 men. So isipin nyo, may 6,000 na demonyo sa lalaking ito at ikaw, ako, nakarelate tayo sa kanya. So I think we need something from God. We need something from God this morning. Kaya dahil tayo, we can relate with this demon-possessed person. And definitely, this demon-possessed person needs God. And if you can relate with what's happening with the demon-possessed person, it just means that you need God. Amen? So, and he answered, My name is Legion, for we are many. Verse 10, sabi niya, Also, he begged, the demons begged Jesus earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Imagine that. 6,000 demons begging to one man, and his name is Jesus, not to send them out of the country. 6,000 demons! So if ever you have 6,000 problems in your life, oh my gosh! Walang wala yan kay Jesus! Tayo lang nag-iisip na, ang dami kong problema, ang dami nangyayari sa buhay ko, hindi yan kaya ni Lord. Hindi! Kaya ng Panginoon! Tayo nga lang. If we have been saved by grace, the sin problem is already erased and there is nothing that the enemy can do in our lives. So yung mga problema, mga sitwasyon, mga circumstansya na ating nararanasan na hindi para sa ating benepisyo, kayang-kaya yan ng Panginoon. Amen? So verse 11, Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. Then so all the demons begged him saying, Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once, verse 13, Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000 pigs and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned into the sea. I think what the verse is trying to say is that even someone possessed by 6,000 demons, then Jesus only had his ministry for three years, but he took one day just for this demon-possessed 
person. Tandaan natin, society has left this guy behind. Hindi na siya pinapakailaman ng kanyang pamilya. Wala nang pakailam sa kanya yung mga kaibigan niya. Gobyerno, wala nang pakailam sa kanya. Tandaan natin, nakatira siya sa mga sementeryo. And he has been chained. Society, everyone doesn't care for him anymore. But here comes Jesus crossing the sea just for this one person. Now imagine what he can do for you, what he wants to do for you, because you are important. God has a plan for you, and he will cross any sea, any ocean, any problem for you, because God has a plan for you. And because God has a plan for you, you are important to Him. And unless we cannot understand yung importance natin sa Panginoon, di po tayo makakausan sa ating relasyon sa Kanya because it all starts there. Dahil kung alam natin, and we're founded na ang Panginoon ay tayo ang Kanyang priority. Tayo ang laman ng Kanyang isip araw-araw, bawat segundo then it just means there is no reason for you to worry. Because the God, the Most High God, has you in His mind. He is very mindful of you. So if you have anything na parang, Lord, Lord, di na kaya eh. Ibigay mo sa Panginoon. I mean, come on. 6,000 demons compared to your 99 problems. So kung may problema tayo, wala! Sino bang kinoconsider ang sarili niya na kahit papano, nasa mas mabuting kalagayan kaysa kay Legion? So kung kaya ni Lord ayusin ang buhay ni Legion, kaya niya ayusin ang buhay niya. And I think when, when this miracle was done in Legion's life, I think something swelled up sa kanyang puso. It's that after being pushed away, after being taken for granted for so many years, here comes this one guy, crosses the sea just for him. Ano tingin niyo yung iniisip niya? Ano tingin niyo yung na-feel niya? Aba, si Jesus to. Hindi na nga ako hudyo. Hintil na nga ako. Demon possessed pa. Wala naman akong kwenta. Wala akong kakilala. Wala akong may SG. Wala akong masisig. Wala akong pera. Wala akong pamasahe papunta sa church. Pero pinuntuan ako ni Lord dahil hinahanap-hanap niya ako. Dahil mahal na mahal niya ako. At kahit anong layo ko ay hahanap-hanapin niya pa rin ako. Because legion was important to God. And you are important to God. And so God will reach out. He will move mountains. He will move seas for you. And as a matter of fact, for Legion, that's exactly what he did. Now, if you move to Mark 4, in the later parts, you'd see what God did exactly for this Legion. Hindi lang siya tumawid ng dagat. Sabi sa Mark 4, verse 35, it says, On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now, let's put this into context. Jesus at this time was in Capernaum. He was doing his ministry. Actually, if you look in the earlier verses in chapter 4, may kita nyo na si Jesus, he was actually preaching to multitudes. He was preaching to a lot of Jews. Alam nyo yung parable of the sower? Ito yun. It was the same day. It was earlier that day. So he was preaching to so many. And take note again that God only had three years of ministry. 
So, kung baga, kung ako si Jesus, gusto ko masulit yung oras ko dito sa mundo. Pupunta ako sa mga lugar na maraming tao. Tama ba? Para mas marami ako ma-reach out. But according to verse 35, it says here that on the same day, after preaching to multitudes, when evening had come, out of nowhere, Jesus said to His disciples, let us cross over to the other side. Hindi niya sinabi sa mga disipulo niya, let's cross over to the other side because I will be ministering to a person there. No, no, no! Jesus just said, let us cross over to the other side. And just as a side note, the disciples obeyed. And sometimes, more often than not, pag si Lord nagbigay na instruction sa atin, sabi niya, magbigay ka ng tights. Lord, kailangan ko nga ng pera, eh. bakit ba ako magbibigay ng tights? Minsan, sasabihin ni Lord, may prayer ka, Lord, may kailangan ko pambayad ng bills. Pero ang instruction sa ni Lord, punta ka sa church. Yung pambayad mo ng bills, offering mo kay Lord. Sometimes, the instructions of God do not make sense. Tulad nga nito, sabi, let us just cross over to the other side. But the disciples needed no further instruction from God. Because if you are willing and obedient and submitted to God, you simply obey. If God says, go to church, if you are His disciple, you will obey. No further questions. And just little instructions, you will obey. That's just a side note, just a bonus revelation for us. Amen? So, sabi, let us cross over to, to the other side. And so, the disciples and Jesus, kumuha sila ng bangka, at they crossed over the sea. And lo and behold, ito po yung kwento ng storm na sinabi ni Jesus na peace be still. Ito po yun. It's the story before going to Legion. Verse 36, Now when they had left the multitude, they took him, Jesus, in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. Verse 37, And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Now take note, there was a miracle about to happen. On the other side of the sea, there was something great in store for this one person. For this one person. And the devil knew that. So, nung ginawa ni Satan? And suddenly, a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat and it was already filling. Now, sometimes... If you are experiencing some storms in your life, if you're experiencing some waves beating you down, may mga problema na, Lord, nalulunod ako, hindi ko nakaya. Take note, that is not from God, that is from the enemy. And take note that the enemy is trying to drown you out because there is something great on the other side of the storm. Satan is trying to hinder you. Satan is trying to stop. God's work in your life. So whenever there's a problem, may pinagdaraanan tayo, hindi pa napakagandang perspektibo yan na, Lord, inaatake ako ng kaaway. May panghihina sa pangatawan ko, may pagkukulang sa bulsa, sa pinansyal. May ginagawa yung kaaway. Lord, ibig sabihin, Mukhang may gagawin ka sa buhay ko, ah! Oh, Lord! Okay ito, ah! Lord! Nalulunod ako! Yes, Lord! Thank you, Lord! Kakaiba, di ba? 
So if you think that there's a storm sa buhay mo ngayon, take note that it's just the enemy trying to postpone your miracle. He's trying to postpone your answered prayers. He's trying to stop whatever God has in store for you. Pero tulad nga sabi ni Jesus, Peace! Be still! If there's a problem, if there's a storm, there's nothing to do but to be still and to be at peace. Why? Because you know and you know and you know that God is with you in that storm. And no matter what happens, Jesus will not leave you. He is there just chilling in the boat with you. As a matter of fact, sabi dito sa verse, is that He was not only resting, He was not only sleeping, pero natutulog po siya na may unan sa kanyang ulo. Ganon po siya kapresko. Sa Diyos po natin, ang anumang bagyo, anumang problema, it does not matter to Him. It says in God's Word that whatever it is that has a name, it will all bow down in the name of Jesus. And take note, who did you receive when you received the gift of salvation from God? You received Jesus Christ Himself. Jesus is with you. It says in His Word that He will neither leave you nor forsake you. Hindi ka naiiwan ni pababayaan man. At hindi lang yun pang relihiyon, hindi lang yun pang, you sound spiritual. It's true. Because take note, if God is with you, then if you sink in that storm, Jesus will sink with you. But take courage. Because God walks on water. God walks on water. He does not sink. He does not drown. So if God, Jesus walks on water, you will walk with Him. Though the storm may overtake the boat, though it would start filling up, kahit yung mga tao sa paligid mo, nakikita na ang buhay mo ay dahan-dahan na lumulubog. Tandaan mo ang Panginoon, kukunin ka niya at pareho kayong lalakad sa dagat ng problema mo. And it's just not metaphorical, it's literally, yun ang gagawin ng Panginoon. He will not just stop the storm. Peace be still, you problem. What He will do for you is that you can just step on that problem. You can step on that storm. Say, that problem, that's nothing. Para pag yung kaaway, binigay ulit sa'yo yung problemang yun, hindi na siya problema sa'yo eh. Because you've overcome it. Amen? Ganun po tayo kaimportante sa Panginoon. Gagawin niya yung lahat para sa atin. He will do all of that just for you because you are important. When we have this kind of perspective in life where kada problema, ang tingin mo na lang, Lord, alam ko, we will overcome this. It's a given. It's no longer a matter of, will you save me? No. Hindi na siya yung tanong na, Lord, tutulungan mo ba ako? Hindi. Dahil lagi kanyang tutulungan. Dahil importante ka sa niya. But it's now a question of, how will you save me? How will you help me? And more often than not, the instructions are crazy. Yung instructions ng Panginoon, lagi yan, whoo! Lord, Wag na lang po dahil hindi ko maintindihan ng iyong instruction. Lord, ang hirap naman ang pinapagawa mo. Hindi ko kaya yan. Malamang, di mo talaga kaya yan. 
Kaya ka nga humihingi ng tulong sa Diyos na sobrang makapangyarihan because you cannot do it. And congratulations, that's the first step. Admitting that you cannot do it. Because when you start admitting that you cannot do it, it just means that you are looking for someone who could. And now you look up to the heavens and you see and you remember, Lord, nandyan ka pala, no? Thank you, Lord. Kahit medyo huli na, salamat sa pagpapaalala that I am important to you. And the good news here is that whatever it is, The devil has in store for you. We are overcomers in this world. We were called to be conquerors in this world. So kung ano man ay baton na storm, that's nothing. You will come out victorious. You will come out more blessed. And sino ba naiiniwala na kaya yung gawin sa kanya ng Panginoon? Let me give you a, a good testimony of someone who has overcome, who God has saved, tinawid sa anumang bagyo ng kanyang buhay. Tingnan niyo po ang inyong katabi. Nandiyan po tayo ngayon sa church po, no? Dito po tayo. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, congratulations. Ikaw ay tinawid ng Diyos. Remember, you are already victorious. You are already overcomers. Because you are here in this church. And I know that Satan has been trying to get you out. Ang kalaban, binibigyan ka ng problema sa bahay, lalo na para hindi ka mahapunta sa church. Pero congratulations dahil ang Diyos itinawid tayo at nandito ka ngayon. And as proof that we are, we are, you know, victorious and we are important to God, you are here today because God has something in store for you. So, we are actual testimonies of what God has done dito sa, sa storm na to. Tayo po ang mismong testimony for this. And the beautiful part here is that si Jesus, ang kapangyarihan niya po, hindi lang po para sa isang bagyo. Hindi lang siya para isang bonggang bagyon. Hindi lang pang dalawang bagyo. Hindi lang pang tatlong problema, pang apat na problema, pang lima. He can fix 6,000 demons. He can drive them out of one person. 6,000 po na demonyo. Now imagine what He can do your problems. Hindi pa naman siguro abot ng 6,000 po na problema natin, no? God can fix all of that. He can do all of that for you. And that's what He did for our guy, Legion. Just for one person, He accepted the hassle. He's all-knowing. He knew what would happen if He would cross the sea. He knew that Satan would try to stop him. He knew that there will be a storm coming, that waves will be beating, that his boat will start filling up. Most probably, medyo masisira-sira yan. But Jesus, knowing all that, decided and intentionally made his decision to get on that boat and to cross to the other side just for this one person. Don't worry about God. Lord, Masyado akong problemado. Marami kang dadaanan sa akin. Dadaanan mo yung pamilya ko. Dadaanan mo yung mga problema ko. Yung mga, mga kaibigan ko. Marami ka pang aayusin sa buhay ko. Kasi sinasabi ng Diyos, I got you, bro. I got you, sis. Hassle sa akin? No. That's my labor of love for you. You are so important to me that I would do everything and anything for you. 
I will cross the ocean for you. I will cross the sea. I will tame the seas. I will tame the storm. I will even give my one and only son to die for you on the cross 2,000 years ago. And not just to die on the cross, but to become sin for you so that you will no longer experience the curse of sin in your life forever. God is willing to do that for you because you are important. And if Satan, if the enemy tells you, hindi, bobo ka lang, wala kang alam, wala kang ginawa sa bahay, kundi matulog, kumain. At hindi lang siguro yung kalaban yung kasabi nun, kahit yung mga magulang natin, mga kaibigan natin, batugan ka. Sino ba sila? When God... God who created everything in this world says that you are important. And not just important, but you are important to me. You are important to God. And as we go back to the story of Legion, the Mark 5 tayo, the, syempre nakatawid na si Jesus. Nakatawid na sila ng mga disciples niya. Sabi niya, Mark 5 verse 6, after the storm, after taming the storm, after crossing the sea, on that same day, sabe is that, saw Jesus from afar, he cried out with a loud voice, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Verse 11, Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And verse 13, this is the miracle. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. The purpose of Jesus is not just to heal and to save the many. See, Jesus, He came because he went and he wants to minister for that one person. Sabi nga eh, our God, Jesus, he is our personal Savior. So that means he is your Savior. He is your Redeemer. He is your Overcomer. So if you think that God is too busy fixing other people's problems, let me tell you this. That God wants to fix your problems. He wants to redeem you from whatever bondage you are in. This guy had chains. This guy, he, li he lived in dead places, in tombs. And sometimes, pag inisip natin, Lord, hindi eh, hindi ako karapat dapat ng iyong pagmamahal. I don't deserve this. But what if, what if it's instead of him looking for people who are chained? He was actually looking for chain breakers. What if he wasn't looking for someone in bondage? But what if he was looking for someone who can break bondages? Someone, tingin natin, dahil nga tayo nakalugmok, baon sa problema, baon sa kasalanan, tingin natin na that's our identity. No. What Jesus sees in you is that you are not in that dead place. What he sees in you is that you are capable of bringing life in that dead place. That if you think you're oppressed and bondaged, what God sees in you is that you can break bondages, not only in yourself, he can use you to break 
bondages in other people as well. And I think that's what he saw. And that's what he knew about Legion. Because as the verse and as the story goes on, ang ganda ng ending. Pero wag muna tayo sa ending. Dahil may namiss tayo na isang importanteng bagay. Naalala po natin, when Jesus drove the demons out, saan niyo po yun nilalagay? Sa swine. And there were 2,000 of them. The usual commentary po dito is that wala naman pakialam si Lord sa mga baboy, kaya pinayagan niya. Pero tandaan natin, who requested? The demons requested to be transferred to the swine because the swine in this region, tandaan natin, there were 2,000 of them. This was very important sa livelihood ng mga tao doon. Ano yan? 2,000, no? 2,000 na lechon. Magkano ba lechon? 8,000? 8,000 times 2,000. 16 million pesos. Laking kabuhayan po yun, no? And the revelation is that Satan will target something valuable to you. The enemy understood that the pigs were actually more valuable to the people in the area than Legion himself. So sabi ng kaabay, I will not get out of this country empty-handed. I will still have a foothold. I will still have something to grab on sa mga puso ng mga tao dito. Wala na siyang hawak sa puso ni Legion eh. So anong pwede niya hawakan? Yung puso ng mga tao sa paligid. And the heart of the people was in the pigs. The people around What's valuable to them, what's important to them were the pigs. And so Satan targeted the pigs. And if ever in your life you're feeling na, Lord, tinatarget ata ako ni ng kaaway dun sa mga pinahalagahan ko ah. Lord, bakit niya tinatarget yung pamilya ko? Bakit niya tinatarget yung anak ko? Yung magulang ko? Bakit feeling ko... Sila yung nagkakasakit. Eh Lord, ako nandito naman ako sa, sa simbahan. I'm serving you. I'm ministering for you. Mupunta ako sa care group, mupunta ako sa, sa small group. Pero bakit Lord, yung mga importante sa akin, ina-atake ni Satan? Now this is the revelation and the change of perspective. Is that Satan attack what's most valuable to you. But take note of this. Satan does not attack someone who is not important. Ang kaaway, inaatake niya lang yung may kaya, yung may gagawin, yung may magandang plano ang Panginoon. In comparison, game 7 po, last 30 seconds sa basketball, NBA Finals, Lebron, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Steph Curry, Abiel. Lamang sila ng isa. Nasa amin yung bola. Sino tingin nyo yung gagwardyahan nila? Malamang ako. <laughs> Hindi, joke lang. Malamang gagwardyahan nila, yung apat, wala na silang pakilam sa akin. Kahit nga libre-libre. Why? Because they will guard someone who can score. They will guard someone who can win. And Satan is trying to attack you. Because you can win. You can score. You can be victorious. And that's not only being victorious and winning dito sa church, dito sa care group, hindi. Doon sa mga mas importante bagay sa buhay natin. You can win in your family, in your relationships, in your finances, in your, in your business. And that is why Satan has been, you know, relentless and they're in his attack. Because he knows that you're there. 
holding the ball of your life, ready to shoot and to win the game for God. Because you are winners and you are victorious and you are important to God. Amen? So parang, Lord, may problema? Bring it on! Let's go! Let's go! Importante ako sa Lord! Importante ako sa Diyos! Walang makapaghahadlang sa akin. Kasi sometimes, yes, we know the promises of God. That God wants us to be prosperous. God wants us to be healed. But sometimes kasi, and more often than not, tiningin natin sa sarili natin, ang liit natin eh. Wala nang oras sa atin si Lord. May mas pwede pang pagalingin si Lord eh. Kung wari, si pastora o si pastor, dahil holy sila. Pero hindi. Ikaw. 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 Ay importante sa Panginoon. Ikaw ay importante sa Panginoon. Ikaw ay importante sa Panginoon. And in the life of Legion, it's so amazing dahil kadalasan itong kwento na to, dito na nagtatapos. Nagtatapos na siya when Jesus drives out the demons. He drives out the unclean spirits. The end. Good ending na naman na po, di ba? Kasi napagaling yung demon possessed. There's a better ending because at the end of this story, what actually happens is that Di siyempre, pinalayas na ni Jesus ang mga demonyo papunta sa mga baboy. At yung baboy, tumakbo sila. Nag-suicide sila. At may purpose yung suicide nila. Hindi lang random yon Nag-suicide sila dahil nga kanino importante yung mga baboy? Doon sa mga tao, sa paligid. Nung nagpakamatay yung mga baboy, anong ginawa ng mga tao sa paligid? Kanino sinise? Kay Jesus! So may purpose pala yung kaaway! Ayon niya Okay. Si Legion, na ministeryohan na ni Jesus, sige, pagbigyan. Pero yung mga napaligid, ayoko. Kaya yung mga baboy, pinapatay niya. Pinasuicide ni Satan. And so, mga tao, sabi nila kay Jesus, please, sumalis ka na dahil naisira ang aming kabuhayan. E di, okay, si Lord, umalis. Gentleman si Lord eh. Di naman siya namimilit. So, umalis siya. And then si Legion, without the Legion, yung nahealed na siya, Pumunta, sumama kay Jesus. Jesus, sama mo ko. Ayoko na dito sa mga taong to. Kung ikaw nga, tinaboy niya. Eh, ikaw na nagpagaling sa akin. Siyempre, gusto ko sumama sa'yo. I've experienced life. And once I experience life, I don't want to be separated from life again. Because without life, there is only death. There is only living in the dead places. There's only bondage. There's only chains without God and His life. And so, See, Legion, he wanted to join Jesus, but Jesus, unfortunately, said no. Sabi niya, uh, Legion, ano kayo magandang pangalan sa kanya? Johnny na lang, no? Johnny. Sabi niya kay Johnny, hindi pwede, dito ka lang. Because sabi niya, I took out the circumstance in your situation. I took out the death in your situation. Now, do the same. If I was able to do that for you, now, you will be able to do that to others. And I believe that in this church, God has touched your hearts. The life of God, you've received it. And tingin natin, we're not important. Tingin natin, we don't have the capability. Hindi natin kaya magsalita. Hindi natin kaya mamasahi papunta nga dun eh. But if God can use Johnny, a demon-possessed person who had nothing, who had no one, and as a matter of fact, God used Johnny not just to, to preach and to share to one, three, four, five persons. It says in God's word that God used Johnny to minister 
to 10 cities. Imagine, 10 cities. Sampung syudad. And ito po, mga syudad na to hindi mga hudyo. This is not Jewish territory. This is not Israel. Ito mga territories na preach ni, ni Johnny, these are Gentile countries. They do not know God. They do not believe in God. But if God can use someone like Johnny who had a past, who was demon-possessed, who had nothing, who had no one, who literally is pinakamababa. At ang tingin ng Diyos sa kanya, siya ay importante sa kanya at sa kanyang ministeryo. Tingin nyo po, importante ka sa kanya. I think it's time for us to be reminded and to just embrace that you are important to God. And you are important to God not because of what you've done. Because no, it's not because of what you've done. Definitely not. We do not deserve God's attention. We do not deserve God's love. But you are important to Him because He loves you. And you are important to Him because God will use you to bring that same love, to make others experience that same love. Now, if there's any takeaway, it's that, brother, sister, you are important to God. You are important to God. Don't let the enemy tell you otherwise. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Na parang wala kang kwenta, hindi. Ikaw ay may kwenta, hindi lang may kwenta. You are worth every drop of blood by Jesus on that cross. You are worth it. You are important. You are valuable. You are loved. You are blessed. Literally, you are blessed because God's eyes are fixed on you. He's obsessed to you. He created everything for you. He created you because He loves you. While you were still not born, He already has a plan for you. Wala ka pa sa sinapapunan ng iyong nanay. Nandiyan na ang Panginoon. Minahal ka na niya. Pinano na niya ang iyong buhay na parang isang mabuting ama na pinaplano ang buhay ng kanyang anak para sa mabuti. At ganun ang ginawa niya para sa iyo. Dahil ikaw ay importante sa kanya. Kaya pag pumapasok sa isip mo na, hindi eh. Ganito na lang talaga ako eh. Ganito na lang buhay ko. Hanggang ganito lang yung pamilya ko. Wala naman ako pinag-aralan. Wala akong kayang gawin, kundi ito lang. Kumikilos ang Panginoon sa buhay mo. Nais niya kumilos sa buhay mo. Dahil importante ka sa Kanya. Again, it's not a question of whether He loves you or whether He wants to save you or whether gusto ba niya tulungan ka? Hindi. Ang sagot sa lahat ng inyo ay palaging oo. Oo. Oo, nandyan siya para sa'yo. Pero minsan, tayo mismo, Tayo yung humihiwalay sa Panginoon. Oo, importante siya sa Kanya. Pero importante ba siya sa'yo? Importante ba siya sa'yo? Kasi kung importante siya sa'yo din, whatever problems, whatever situation, lalapit ka sa mismong source ng kasagutan natin. And you think that this is a word in season for everyone here. That God is there for you now. If God is there for you, Go to God. Go to God. Bumalik ka. Mahal ka ng Panginoon. Nais ka niya tulungan. Bumalik ka. Bumalik ka sa una nagmahal sa'yo. 
Hindi ka man karapat dapat minahal ka. Sa tingin mo yung ginawa mo na mali, na nakahiya. Mag-iiba yung tingin sa'yo ng Diyos natin. Kung si Johnny nga eh. 6,000 na demons, tingin nyo ba may isang demonyo doon na hindi mamamatay tao? Hindi magnanakaw? Hindi salbahe? Malamang may ginawa na yan si Johnny. He has the worst past. What's the God sees him as important. God still accepts him. God still loves him. He loves him so much that he would cross the sea. He would leave everyone behind. He would leave the multitude just to minister to you, just to help you out. He is your God. He is your Savior. He is your Father. And you are important to Him.